Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning, it is February 1st. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Just before 10 p.m. last night, EMS and police crews were dispatched to the 1900 block of Blue Ridge Road in the Woodland Beach section of Edgewater for an assault. Upon arrival, they began to treat a 19-year-old male with multiple injuries, and a helicopter was dispatched to transport the victim to the R. Adams Cowley Shock Trauma Center in Baltimore for severe multiple system trauma. His condition is considered very critical, and the injuries are considered life-threatening. We've also learned that the victim was also hit by a vehicle but we are unsure if it was in connection with the assault or as a separate accident after the assault. The police report is not yet available, and this story will be updated as soon as possible. For the most up-to-date information, I suggest that you go to ionanapolis.net, and it will be right there. Governor Larry Hogan delivered his final State of the State address in his first four-year term, hoping to gain election for a second four-year term. The 23-minute speech called for bipartisanship and was delivered in a conciliatory tone using the word together 14 times. He touted the economic gains made during his tenure, including jobs, roads, and transportation. He did receive a standing ovation for a promise to sign a bill as soon as it hits his desk, and that was to allow rape victims to terminate the parental rights of their assailants. He received a second ovation when he promised to continue putting more and more resources into the escalating opioid crisis. While the speech was a state of the state, make no mistake, it also was a launching pad for a campaign for him and Lieutenant Governor Boyd Rutherford, who will be trying to retain their jobs for the next four years against a very crowded Democratic field at this point. Anne Arundel County is looking to acquire the county fairgrounds, and actually the DNR owns it. And County Executive Steve Hsu sent a letter on November 14th to Secretary Mark Belton asking DNR to convey the fairgrounds to the county so they could make improvements to the facility. In his letter, he said that, We want to improve the facilities at the fair. We are prepared to make these investments, but it would be inappropriate use of taxpayer money to do that when we don't own the land. This request was met with a lot of suspicion due to the fact that the Chesapeake Bayhawks are looking to utilize part of that land in a very aggressive development program they have floated. If you're interested in more of what County Executive Shu has to say, we spoke with him on the Maryland Crabs podcast. And that episode is releasing today at noon, so you can check it out. It's episode number 77 for the Maryland Crabs. We sat down with the county executive for about an hour, so check it out. Remember the big dispute over the Eastport Shopping Center and how the developers wanted to put 106 units in there and the neighbors said it was due to 61 and I can't remember what the final number ultimately was, but it looked like it was heading to court. Well, they took an off-ramp. In an unusual move, the city has agreed to mediation between the angry neighbors and the developers to see if they can come up with something to keep it out of court. The angry neighbors don't have any money to pay for this, so the city is going to foot the bill for the angry neighbors to mediate with the developers. Solstice Partners. Solstice Partners is also going to split that cost as well. 
If mediation is successful, that will be a win-win for everybody because it will save an awful lot of money and an awful lot of time and hopefully get that project off the ground. In a somewhat related news, Circuit Court Judge Paul Harris has issued a temporary restraining order that keeps the city from enforcing a new development law that they enacted just before Mayor Panelides had left office. This law required developers to meet with the public before submitting plans for any large subdivisions, and Judge Harris has restrained this for nine days. The attorney who filed the request for a temporary restraining order, Alan Hyatt, said, I want to be clear that our clients have absolutely no objection to having community meetings and including the public in the process because we do it anyway. The reason that they filed the complaint was because that Hyatt felt that the language was not clear and there needs to be more clarity. He said that the legislation will create opportunities for appeals and second-guessing and require an incredible amount of guesswork to move any project ahead. In an interview with the Capitol, Alderman Rob Savage from Ward 7 said that he felt that Hyatt's move was a, quote, despicable attempt to shut the public out of the development process. He said it was just very frustrating. The code that Hyatt challenging certainly has some areas where it could be improved and clarified, but it seems like it would be much easier to come to us and make further improvement to the law through an amendment rather than a legal challenge. That's about it for the news. Hang tight. We've got George Young with DMV Weather, and I understand he's talking about a little bit of snow later this week, but a chance of some more as the weekend progresses. Stay tuned. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George from DMV Weather with your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, February 1st. We do a bit of a flip-flop today, going from cold temps in the 30s the past couple of days to temps that are much more March-like as highs end up near 50 degrees later this afternoon. But it'll be a short-lived warm-up as another cold front moves through overnight into Friday morning, bringing with it the likelihood of some light rain and maybe even some early morning snow showers or light snow across all of Anne Arundel County, followed by more breezy winds and temps in the 30s again as the cold front moves off to our east, off of the United States' east coast. From there, it'll be another day in the 30s on Saturday, and then Sunday we get a fairly solid chance at some legitimate snowfall in the area as a storm forms to our south and moves north-northeast along a frontal boundary off of the east coast that is the end result from Friday morning's cold front. And as that low-pressure center moves by, it'll bring definite precipitation to the skies above with the only real question at this point being, will the storm bring rain, snow, or a mix of the two? Stay tuned for regular updates on this potential winter weather storm over the next few days. Okay, that's it for us today. Make sure you download our free weather app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC 
MDVA Weather. And also follow us on our website at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather informed. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Enjoy today's warm-up before we step back into winter weather mode for a few days. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Podcasting is growing, and since we launched the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief in September 2017, we've seen an incredible response with more than 10,000 subscribers. We publish every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., and our subscribers are listening to the DNB in their homes, in their cars, in their offices, during their workouts, and virtually anywhere on demand. They are finding us wherever podcast or audio happens, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Echo, and Google Play. If you're interested in tapping into this growing market in an incredibly affordable way, why not consider sponsoring the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief? You can sponsor a single episode, a week, or a full month for a lot less than you might imagine. Intrigued? Shoot us an email. The email address is info at ionanapolis.net. Let's see if it makes sense for you. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.